Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. And I'm Lainey Mays. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. Join us every week as we present buzzworthy books through author interviews, conversations with editors, and expert opinions from librarians like you. Enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hi, everyone. It's Lainey and Virginia. And we're back for our monthly Library Reads podcast episode. We're so glad that you joined us again. And this is for the announcement of the October 2021 Library Reads list, which is a list every month of the top 10 books that are published. Librarians like you um, and and if you're not a librarian, favorite librarians that you know, they all vote on books every month that are being published that month. And the top 10 are chosen for the library reads list. So we get to do this episode if the HarperCollins authors are selected and we get to hear audio clips from them. So we're very excited and I love doing this episode on our monthly list. So without further ado, we won't bury the lead. Who made the October 2021 library reads list? Well, the very exciting news is that we got the number one pick. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So exciting. And the number one pick is All the Feels by Olivia Dade. Yay! This is Olivia's second appearance on the Library Reads list. Uh, the previous title to put her on the list was Spoiler Alert. So we're super excited to have the number one pick, Olivia Dade. And also making the list is Death at Greenway by Lori Raider Day. Woohoo! Love, huh? And this is her second appearance on the Library Reads list. Previously, her book, The Black Hour, made the list. That wasn't published by us. That was published by 7th Street Books, but we won't hold that against her. <laughs> She's fabulous. So they both made the list. And finally... We have an author who maintains his status in the uh, Library Reads Hall of Fame list, and that is Anthony Horowitz for his book, A Line to Kill. That's a great book. That's the sequel to uh, The Word is Murder and The Sentence is Death. So that's the third in the series. And he's already in the uh, Hall of Fame, but uh, this just keeps him there. So Line to Kill, Anthony Horowitz love so great all of those authors are wonderful and we uh really like it because we get to hear from the authors personally and i think all the authors are really excited when they get to send a clip to us because i mean you know i always say move over oscars but it is something exciting and they get to kind of have a a two-way communication when they make the list so let's hear some audio clips okay let's hear from olivia dade Hello, I'm Olivia Dade, and I can't tell you how delighted I am that All the Fields is a Library Reads pick for October. As you may know, I'm a former librarian myself, and within our county's library system, I got around. 
I worked at a small rural branch as well as the system's large central downtown library. I scanned and shelved books, placed holds, troubleshot our public computers, assisted patrons in finding books they loved, created displays, and helped students research papers off in the afternoon before the paper was due. For a few months, I also volunteered to work with our system's head of collection development, Barb. Hi, Barb. And she was the first thing I thought about when I heard All the Feels was a library reads pick this month because I can't tell you how proud I am that she'll be sitting at her computer and see my name, my book, my work, recommended by her colleagues from around the country. I can't tell you how proud I am that she'll purchase all the fields for the library system where I worked for years. And I can't tell you how proud I am to have been a librarian, because at their best, libraries serve as the indispensable backbones of their communities. All the Fields was written in the early months of the pandemic. I hope it lives up to the title because I filled the story with heartfelt emotion of all sorts. The story pits cheerfully chaotic Alex, a seemingly out of control actor starring in a blockbuster television show based on Roman mythology, against the no-nonsense woman the production assigns as his minder to keep him out of, the, out of trouble, Lauren. It's a battle of wills, conducted through banter and sweetened over time by reluctant affection that turns into lasting love. The book tackles grief and sacrifice and ADHD and career burnout, yes. But if there's one type of feeling I hope readers experience more than any other while immersed in the story, it's joy. I wanted to bring readers laughter and distraction during a stupendously difficult time. I wanted to reassure them that even amid pain and uncertainty, happiness is still possible. Love is still possible. So is a happy ending. It was a story I wanted to tell readers because it was a story I needed to tell myself. So thank you for providing me a delightful epilogue to my story. I'm honored to be a Library Reads pick, and to everyone listening, I hope you and your loved ones are safe, healthy, and happy in your corner of the world. Hugs and love to you. Oh my God. I That's love that. Very, very sweet. Yeah. Oh my God. She just talk about, you know, knowing the library world on both sides of the library desk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She, it's really cool and to be a top pick is a really big deal so it congratulations is. yeah yeah it's wonderful number one Yippee. okay let's hear a clip from Lori Raider Day hi this is Lori Raider Day and I just heard that Death at Greenway has made the library reads list for October I'm so excited I love libraries they've been such a huge part of my life as a reader and a writer. When I was a kid, I had read everything in my library of my hometown. And so the children's librarian sent me upstairs to the adult section. But I was nervous because I was only 11 and I knew I was no adult. So at the top of the stairs, I ducked into the first room and it was the mystery room where I discovered my very earliest favorites, Mary Higgins Clark and Agatha Christie. These many years later, Agatha Christie has a role to play in my life, too, because I was reading about her when I discovered that her beloved holiday home, Greenway, was used as a place to harbor 
child evacuees out of World War II. And I knew I had to read that book. Unfortunately, nobody had written it. So I, it became a project that I just had to write. I used a lot of libraries to research this book, and I'm really excited that librarians are excited to put this book into the hands of patrons. Thank you so much, librarians, for your support for Death at Greenway. I couldn't be prouder to be a library reader. Thank you so much. She's the best. She really is. She's <laughs> very exciting that she's on this list. Yeah. I love how full circle it was too, you know, reading know. Agatha Christie and now you're writing about her. It's great. I know. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Happy for her. So happy for her. Yeah. And now. Hello, my name is Anthony Horowitz and I'm the author of A Line to Kill. And I'd like to start by saying how very thrilled I am to have been selected as one of the writers for this month's Library Reads list. So what can I tell you about A Line to Kill? Well, it's the third outing for my main character, a detective by the name of Daniel Hawthorne, who is not the easiest of men. I must say, he used to be a police officer with Scotland Yard, but he was fired for reasons that still aren't completely clear. He became a private investigator, solving those crimes that were too difficult for the police. And he had this idea that he would hire a writer to write books about him, basically because he needed the money and he would split the profits 50-50 with the writer. Writer. And the writer that he chose and who took on the job, I have to say very reluctantly, was, curiously, me. So I'm actually a character inside the book, a sort of Watson to Hawthorne's Holmes, always following three steps behind him and never really knowing anything of what is going on. And this time we find ourselves on the tiny island of Alderney, which is in the English Channel, about eight miles north of France and, and some miles south of England. And this is a remarkable place. It's, um, it's three miles long, half a mile wide, and yet it has 60 uh, forts built on it, some of them built at the time of the Second World War, uh, and some of them built during the time of Queen Victoria when Napoleon was a threat to this country. And um, the, the island is riddled with, with caves and passageways and beaches and, and tunnels and, and, and old ruins. It is, a, it is a perfect setting for a murder mystery. Although the funny thing is that in the entire history of Alderney, there has never been a domestic murder. That changes pretty much the moment uh, Hawthorne and I arrive on the island and we're there for a literary festival where one of six or seven writers that include um, a somewhat uh, retrograde uh, chef who only deals in unhealthy food. There is a French performance poet, a blind medium, a rather dry historian, and us all giving talks on Alderney. And uh, pretty much the moment we arrive, a murder takes place. The organiser of the festival, a particularly obnoxious man, is found murdered in very macabre and, and peculiar circumstances. And so once again, we find ourselves investigating the crime. Uh, the book came out in England a few weeks ago. It's done extremely well over here. And I just want to say this. It's an interesting thing, I think, that we've all, all over the world, just been through two very, very difficult years with, with lockdown and with all the sort of things that surround that and the fear of the virus and everything. And I think for many, many people, reading has become 
a vital lifeline. And not just reading, but curiously I've noticed that murder mystery, in particular cosy crime, that is crime without too much blood or violence, but which has a certain sort of warmth and humour, seems to have become really popular. And although I hope that we are now coming to the end of all these troubles, I'd like to think that when my book arrives on your shelves, it will bring that same sort of comfort and a smile to the face of many readers who come upon it. So thank you for listening to me. Thank you for including me on this podcast and and my good wishes and good health to all of you. Thanks. Hmm. Talk about all the feels. <laughs> all the feels for Anthony Horowitz. No, they. If you guys haven't listened to Virginia's interviews, a loose term, but interview with Anthony Horowitz and uh, Jeffrey Archer, then you need to go listen to that because it was that was really fun. It was really fun. It's it, it was on Facebook. Lives, you can check it out there. Um, it's just hilarious. I never asked one question. <laughs> and they were they were only supposed to each speak for a couple of minutes, and then you know I was going to talk to each of them about their books independently, and and that no no I could have gone and made myself a sandwich and came to the house. They didn't need. Oh well, sometimes going rogue pays off because it was really really lovely and it was funny. At yeah. one point, Jeffrey Archer was like, "Virginia, are you still there? Are you still there?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. yeah that was a wonderful interview you guys can go watch it on our youtube uh page or on facebook but uh that is our list those are our three books for the month of october that made the list in some way or fashion and we are very very excited about it so yeah 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 go check That's- out the full list at libraryreads.org and you can find information on these books on our website, librarylovefest.com. And I think that's it. That's it. That's a, that was a quite the wonderful email when we, we received, letting us know that these three authors made that list. Number one, Hall of Fame and the, the you know, and then Laurie Raider Day and that among those other nine, it was just like, ah, oh, the best. Yeah. So couldn't be happier. Yeah. Yep. We'll see you next month. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information on this week's episode, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest and on Instagram at Harper Library. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a friend. Lastly, if you enjoy our show, we bet you'll enjoy all of the other podcasts from HarperCollins Publishers. Find a list of shows at harpercollins.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.